so Kenny, uh, Kenny, why do I keep calling you Kenny, man? What is my problem? So Tony, <laughs> you think I know what the hell I was doing, right? <laughs> just, a, just a guy named Tony. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life Studio. Hey, hey, what's happening, Fence Lifers, man? We got a great show for y'all tonight. By the time I get done with this intro, if you don't know who this cat is, then then you don't even belong in the fence industry. I'm just going to put it to you like that. But guys, we got Season 5, Episode 22, and we're going to get the deets on this guy and his business conference, and... uh. We're going to find out what he's all about, man. Look look, look at the comments lighting up already. Y'all trying to guess who's on the show. So we're going live using StreamYard. And before leaving a comment, guys, make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook to allow StreamYard permission to show your name with your comments so we know who's commenting. And then that way, if you say something goofy, we know it was you. And if you say something that was smart, we know it was you, too. And, hey, guys, y'all heard the intro. You know where to find the show. We're all over the place um, right now. My Fence Life Podcast fa- uh, Facebook page, My Fence Life Podcast YouTube channel, and of course you can hear us uh, streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all those other podcast streaming things. You know what I mean? And guys, don't forget we are financing here at Fence King your expert stainless steel pre-staining machine. So if you don't have the cash to get one, we want to help get one in your hand. So then that way you can start pre-staining, diversifying. And you can start adding margin to your sales. So go to MyFenceLife.com. Click on the Ask Dan icon at the top of the page. Give me your information. I'll give you a call and we'll get you hooked up. And also, since you're going to already be on MyFenceLife.com because you're trying to get a machine, uh, you can go ahead and click the uh, little gyrating U.S. hammer on there so you can get your uh, MyFenceLife edition of the U.S. hammer, the BBH, the big black hammer. So uh, you can do that. And if you are a vinyl guy and you're driving post and using those donuts that everybody's been talking about, uh, you can win a Fencer's Dozen. So fill out that form, too, and you get 150 black donuts for your no-dig vinyl installs delivered to you from my fence life, from Dan Blonde, the Fence King, and uh, delivered by MidAmericaFenceSupply.com. So Man, go to MyFenceLife.com, spend a little time on the uh, website, and fill all that stuff out. Now, look, last week's winner of the Fencers Dozen was Clint Cuckin of Lemmy Fence out of Jefferson, Wisconsin. But uh, we're going to talk about um, this guest before I tell you who the new winner is this week. And let me tell you, the guest this week, you better sit down, crack open a beer, pour your bourbon. It's going to take me a minute to get through this. But he's got a lot of credentials, and I want to make sure everybody hears it. So, 
This guy's been a fence industry professional for over 47 years as a contractor, a supplier, and a manufacturer. He's run companies owned and, wait, he's run companies, owned companies, and most recently served as executive director of the American Fence Association. He retired in March of 2022, but he decided he couldn't stand still. So he launched his own company. We're not going to say what it, what it is. We don't want to give it too many hints, right? And then um, this guy, look, I, I, he sent me his bio. I was like, Jesus, what hasn't this cat done? He's a certified gate operator installer since 2008. He's a certified automate, automated gate system designer since 2015. He can do training on chain link, ornamental, vinyl, wood, and automation installation in all per AS team standards. He's a public speaker. He's had his hand in the education development for, man, this is a long bio. Uh, he's had his hand in the education development for fence installation school core training back in 2014. He also helped with the fence installation school discipline training back in 2017. He's also helped with the fence training school, oh, I'm sorry, fence sales training school, uh, and helped update the curriculum back in 2017. He's a certified uh, fence professional guy that went ahead and helped update that cur curriculum. Y'all know I can't pronounce words. Back in 2018. He also helped develop the fence contractor business school in 2017. The Gate Automation Designer School in 2018. The Gate Automation Technician School in 2018. The Fence Operators Manager School in 2019. And the Fence Line to Success Fence Contractor School in 2022. Whew, I, need, I need a sip of water after all that. And this guy, he's worked for some of the most well-known brands throughout the fence industry. If you're from the Mississippi area, you you don't know Jeff Coat Fence Company, then you, I, I don't know where you've been living. You've been under a rock. He's been with Access Control Systems, ETS Inc., Control Product Systems, Door King Systems, American Fence Association, and now he's got his own business, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it out, Thornton Fence Consulting Group. And just when you thought I was finished, he's got more credentials, guys. I didn't know this about, about him, but he served as an expert witness on three cases involving gate and gate automation standards that had fatalities. And he also served as an expert on two cases involving fence product installation standards. And uh, the nature of that case was non-standard product use. <sighs> so after that, guys, after all that, let's go ahead and bring this guy on, because if you don't know who he is, I, I don't. You've been living under a rock. All right, fence lifers, get ready for your shut it, badass hinge guest. Brought to you by D and D Technology, creator of the Magna Latch. If it doesn't say badass, it ain't D and D. What's up, Tony? Thornton. What's happening, Hello, man? My friend. Hello, my friend. Hello there, Fence fam. Hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, man, let me tell you, you uh, you got a hell of an intro, buddy. That's a bio. Huh? Hey, you've heard me say it. I'm just Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just a, I'm just a fence guy named Tony. So, man, I got to ask everybody, are you going to be at Fence Tech in January? 
You know it. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, AFA has requested me to do some training and also we'll have a booth there. Excited about being there. And you're going to have old uh, Mike Gullage with you, huh? Oh, yeah. Mike and I are tag teaming these days. Uh, he's re- really been a true asset to me and, uh, you know, true friend. And uh, we're both going to be there working work the booth and, uh, you know, doing the training. Nice, nice. So, guys, Fence Tech, if you don't know, it's put on by the American Fence Association. This year it's in January, Monday, January 22nd to Friday, January 26th. They're going to have schooling. They're going to have speakers, keynote speakers, demonstrations, all kinds of stuff. And it's going to be located in the Music City Center. And we're calling it Smashville, Tennessee, or, you know, as the locals call it, Nashville. And, uh, hey, Tony, are you going to the uh, Expert Stain and Seal University uh, deal right after that? It's like a week or so after that. Are you going? You know, uh, I'm not sure about the dates, but uh, you know me. If there's an opportunity, I'll certainly be there. Well, guys, in the comments, I mean in the comments, in the description, you can go uh, register for the uh, Expert Stain and Seal University. That's February uh, 8th and February 9th. That's a Thursday and Friday. Uh, let me get a little business out the way, uh, Kenny. Uh, Kenny, Jesus. Man, I'm all tongue-tied tonight. We've had a hell of a night trying to get this show started. <laughs> Tony's internet all crashed. All on me, mostly. <laughs> Tony's internet crashed, had me all messed up. So he had to run home, jump in, jump on his back porch. That's where he's at right now, trying to use the internet. He told Mama, get off the internet, turn everything off. I can't let nothing happen. Guys, this week's winner of the Fencers Dozen, the donuts for installing vinyl on driven post systems, the MidAmericaFenceSupply.com black donut that's been around for two decades, is Robert Looker of Ground Up Fencing out of Winnipeg, Manitoba. That's one of our Canadian listeners, man. We got a lot of guys in Canada that listen to the show. So, Kenny, uh, Kenny, why do I keep calling you Kenny, man? What is my problem? So, Tony, <laughs> you think I know what the hell I was doing, right? Uh, what's going on, man? What you got going on? You know, Dan, this has been a phenomenal year. Uh, we've been at this about 20 months now. We're very fortunate to have done uh, 30 full consults for businesses. Uh, we put on a lot of training summits this year. You, you went to one last year and set through that. You know what that's all about. Um, and this upcoming uh, next week, matter of fact, uh, December 10, 11, 12, and 13, we've got, uh, uh, you know, the Fence Business Conference, uh, first of its kind. Real excited about that. We've got, I think, uh, as of today, we have 82 attendees. It's going to be a, a lot of fun. It's going to be Man. an impactful event. That's for sure. Can you imagine what Doc's bar is going to be like? <laughs> exactly. It's what I thought. <laughs> Man, did you tell them they better have a couple extra bartenders? They're going to have 80 fencers? You know, I, I put a note out to all the attendees. This is their off season. I need to know all that you're bringing and what you're planning because we're going to make sure we staff it up and have enough people there to take care of everybody. So you're spot on, <laughs> Yeah, they got to be happy, man. They booking the place up in December, and, and that place yeah. is a is a summer place, really. Golf, it is. boating, it is. pickleball. Man, they got a virtual arcade there, which is pretty man, awesome. The pool, man, the pool, you know, is a, is a water park. Yeah, the pool's nice. The view's great. They got a yeah. three par, a par three course. Uh, when I was there for your first uh, deal, Matt Warner was there with his new Bronco. And yep. they were just building all the mounds and everything for that par three. 
Matt went out there four wheeling on it. <laughs> <laughs> he won't do it now. <laughs> no, not now. That sucker bet you is nice since I've been there. It is. Yeah, I got to see it just a couple of months ago. Went up for the uh, Midwest chapter event, and uh, we played around the golf, and I eased up there to check it out. But uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful par three. And, of course, you know, uh, Barry Willingham and his team of people, they just, you know, they're always – inviting and always trying to take care of their clients so uh it's a really nice spot well man talking about barry willingham i heard him speak for the first time uh i guess it was january february i forget when it was when was your first deal that you held up there man now you're gonna make me think back you know we did two at shangri-la at um in 2022 and um this will be our first at Shangri-La this year. So we did uh, those two last year. Was it like was, June or something? June or July, wasn't it? Because it was still warm. It was still pretty weather. I remember uh, Pepper and Tammy sitting by sitting by the uh, by, by the pool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, man, I tell you what, that place is, is something. It really is. And I heard I heard Barry speak, and I was like, man, this guy here, I, I like he, – he's something, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know when it when it comes to leadership i tell everybody barry is one of the most impactful leadership training um gurus in in the country not just the fencing industry but in the country i mean this guy has has stood before thousands of people and man when he brings a message it, it just makes the hair on the back of your neck stick up i mean he he just he gets the message across it's interactive he keeps you engaged. I promise you, you're not going to go to sleep. And when you leave there, you got a wealth of knowledge, you know. And Barry has really been instrumental in helping me, you know, uh, administrate this uh, this event and facilitate it. And, you know, and our whole focus on this event is transfer of knowledge, transfer of knowledge from people like Barry, Bill, and others. I'm sure we're going to talk about to everyone else because somebody else has got to start toting this torch, right? right. You know. Uh, we're, we're not getting any younger. So uh, this transfer of knowledge, I know it's going to be a huge, huge event and uh, very impactful. And like you said, man, Barry's one of the most powerful speakers that, that anybody would ever be in front of. Yeah, he, he's he's powerful, man. And then you get him and who's that? Bill Bill Shanky. <laughs> Bill Shanky. Bill Shanky. You get them yep. two guys together, you better look out. <laughs> yes, sir. That's a duo there, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you see those two sitting at the bar, you better go sit next to them because uh, you're going to yeah. have a hell of a time. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> that guy yes, Bill sir. is something, yes, boy. Sir. This is true. So you got uh, – let me see here, man. I got my cheat sheet that you emailed to me or emailed to all the attendees. Yeah. So, uh, man, Bill, this guy, Bill Bill uh, Willingham is going to be working – I mean, uh, speaking. He's specialized in areas of physical perimeter security, fire protection, and construction technology. He's had past experiences and positions both holding manufacturing and security construction installation uh, involving executive-level training, focused in organi organizational and cultural development leadership and operational excellence. Man. That's powerful. Yeah. He's worked for people like Hilti. He's been the vice president of Smith & Wesson Holding Corporation, the president of Smith & Wesson Security Division. I mean – President and CEO of Ameristar Perimeter Security, a $300 million division of ASSA Abloy Corporation, whatever the hell that is. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and now now he's the president and CEO of Shangri-La. So, 
I think does he he talks a little bit Sunday night? Is is that are y'all following the same kind of schedule? A little bit. We're 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 gonna have a, a welcome reception for everybody that comes in on Sunday. We got a welcome dinner. Uh, you know, it's gonna be made available to everybody. A little welcome time. You know, I'm sure we'll have one or two people step up and say, "Hey, what what, what can you expect this week?" Uh, I'll tell you, Barry. Uh, first time I met Barry, he was with the Hilti Corporation. And uh, he knew Mr. Jeffcoat, and he came into Pearl, Mississippi, and uh, in our conference room, he did a, uh, a leadership training program for not only myself, but several others within that organization. And from that day, uh, Barry pretty much remained a mentor to me throughout my career. I mean, you know, it, I mean, even when I was executive director, when I was running my own companies, you know, if I ran into a wall, I'd say, man, what would Barry do? And I pick up the phone and call him. And uh, he was always willing to have a conversation and always willing to share his experience and, and what he felt was the right thing. So uh, Barry is uh, Barry's just one of those guys. You know, he, he's willing to help and always, you know, open to support anybody that's in need. Nice. And then you got another guy, Jeff Cook. I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> Who's Jeff Cook? Well, I met Jeff. Uh, Jeff uh, was the past CEO, I believe was the term, a uh, title for uh, Alta Wood Products. We know the Alta Forest Products, Western Red Cedar. Y'all see the Alta signs on everything under the sun in our industry. Oh, yeah. But uh, Jeff uh, Jeff was the CEO or president of that that group for, uh, for a number of years, uh, helped to uh, really maximize its production and those type things. Jeff got involved with some uh, equity groups and some buying and selling, even through FSG and other names that we know in our fence industry. Yeah. And um, his wheelhouse now, and, and you can see his bio there, Dan, I mean, uh, he, he's, he talks succession and exit strategy. And there's a lot of people in our industry that are always looking for the right fit, the right succession, the right exit strategy. And uh, Jeff is the guy to talk to, and he does a really, really good job of getting the information across to everybody on how to go about that. And we're going to have a tremendous and a powerful uh, forum on that for those that's interested in that direction. Yeah, so I see he's got uh, the um, Fence Supply Group formation that he started in 2020. And then he was the CEO of Benford Supply. Yep. And he helped guide the sale of Benford Supply to the Sterling Group. And, uh, man, with sales of Merchants Metal, forming a new Sterling Group platform. Uh, he was an executive vice president of Fence Supply Group and led 11 transactions in 18 months for the platform and created the largest distribution business in the fence industry with $1 billion of revenue. <laughs> Say no more. I'm not going to miss Jeff. <laughs> hey, my friend, when I... I've told people I've got the heavy hitters, man. I got the batters lined up. I mean, I've got them all lined up. They're gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, man. Look at this list. Oh, then you got one of my favorite guys on here. You're looking at the same paper, huh? I am. I'm flipping pages <laughs> with you. <laughs> man, we got Justin Judy. If you don't like Justin Judy, and if you can't have a conversation with Justin Judy and walk away and be like. That's one hell of a nice guy. Then right. you don't you know you don't belong in the fence industry because this guy is amazing. And man, he's just so likable. He's the director of business development at, at ArcSight. I didn't know that. I just thought he was his name was ArcSight. I didn't even know his name was Justin. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh matter of fact, man, I don't know if you know this or not, 
But the way Justin got into the fence world, do you know the story behind that? So he was doing a Zoom with uh, Cannon Johnson. Well, Cannon was like, oh, I got to bring my buddy Dan on. So he calls me up. He's like, I just sent you an email, a Zoom link. Jump on. So I went ahead, jumped on, and I'm sitting there like, uh, and it's Cannon and Justin Judy. And he started showing us this arc site. And, man, we were like, this is phenomenal. This is a great program. So we, Cannon and I both bought in right there. Got jumped yep. on arc site. And this was, man, this had to be 20, end of 2020, 2021, something like that. Beginning of 2021. Yeah. 21. Yeah. So, man, I look at things like that and like, man, how, you know, I was involved in bringing somebody like Justin Judy into the fence industry who now is at all these fence events. Now he's a regular on your, uh, your, your tour that you do to all these different cities and, and, and your, uh, your conferences, man, he's, he's a powerful guy, you know? He's just real down to earth too. He's a he's got that uh, Michigan Northern accent, huh? <laughs> soft spoken. Yeah, soft spoken guy drove his Tesla all the way from Michigan down to uh, where did he drive it to? Was it Tech somewhere? I was like, man, how do you drive that Tesla that far? He's like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, if it ain't got a diesel in it, I ain't driving it. But I picked at him about that enough, so I leave him alone. You know, <laughs> Justin, uh, when it comes to business technology. Um, you know, Justin and I really hit it off well uh, when we first had conversations. I was actually executive director at the time when Justin and I had our first conversations about, you know, how would Fence Tech work out for him and would it be a good fit for the industry? And after he showed me the product, I said, wow, I wish I'd had this instead of a number two pencil and a yellow pad back when I was growing up. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, he does such a phenomenal job because he doesn't preach arc sight. He preaches, you know, what technology can do for your company, regardless of you decide on any product out there, he's okay with it. I mean, that's just how, you know, down to earth and, and good a man that he is. And uh, he just wants to see everybody find a good fit with technology. And when he starts talking about building that technology stack and what all it is, it, it, it involves, it's all about what you decide to use, you know. And I mean, he's just so good at staying generic all the way through it. And uh, he's a he's a phenomenal asset to our industry. Uh, so, so you know, you, you can and bring him on. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what I like about him, man. I like about ArcSight, the company he works for, is um, they're trying to do more for the industry. As in, they put out these studies that they do, and they don't have mm-hmm. to do that. You know those little booklets and stuff that they put out and you read and it'll talk about, you know, how the how the customer base is buying. Uh yes. it is financing where so they do all these blogs and stuff that they don't have to do and they just give it out for free. This is I, true. Their their website, I forget where on arcsite.com that you go to, but there's a part on there. I don't know if it's knowledge or resources or whatever it is, but you start clicking on that and start watching some of those videos and, and forums that they've done, it's yep. like, man, these guys aren't trying to sell anything. All they're trying to do is to help the industry. This is true. You know? This is true. You know, uh, Thornton Fence Consulting Group has got a good partnership with ArcSight. Uh, matter of fact, those resources that you just mentioned are actually on our website as well under resources, and we call it our res- affiliate 
resources. So, you know, uh, you can go to either one of those websites and see some of those things that they have done. But uh, to your point, man, they're all in it for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, who's next, man? Looks like we got oh, uh, <laughs> Sam, Sam Natello of uh, yeah. com Global Media. I saw Sam got a new uh, logo. Did you see that? He did a rebranding here the last couple of weeks. He sure yeah, did. He yeah. did, man. Yeah. He did. It looks nice. I like it. Yeah. I like the direction yeah. he went in. So yeah. Sam, uh, man, he's worked for people like Nike, Disney. Uh, he's done website design, digital marketing, and he began working in the fence industry with leaders nearly a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't realize uh, Sam had been in it 10 years, or he must have worked for somebody 10 years ago or something, huh? Do you know who? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, and he can was correct it me, it was Active Yard. He, Active. Uh, I think, he started doing some uh, web development and some SEO stuff for Active Yard, and then from there, it just kind of expanded into another opportunity, another opportunity. And our good friend Sean King, you know, Mr. Fence, uh, you know, he and 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 uh, Sam partnered up, and you know, they've had a really good, strong relationship for many, many years. And you know, uh, I guess you'd say that. Uh, uh, Sean is his, uh, you know, his case study, you know, of what he's been able to do for the uh, for the fencing industry. But uh, Sam's powerful, you know, at, at uh, getting across to you how important SEO and Google reviews and and website optimization is. And uh, you know, I'm very fortunate to have had Sam at every one of our summits so far. Uh, you call on him, man. He's he's all in. He loves loves being part of it. Yeah, man, he's done a lot. It says here that he's uh, shifted uh, its fo- his focus to only work with the fencing and staining industries. Yeah. Yeah, man, this is good stuff. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah he's worked with uh, Tony Thornton, Sean King, Miss, a.k.a. Mr. Fence, Fence Armor, Active Yards, several of Master Halco's brands, my salesman, and over 500 other fence industry-related websites. Yep. A lot of stuff. Let's see, man. I should have probably read this beforehand. <laughs> You're doing good. He's really he's, he's good. the guy that says uh, uh, your website sucks and Google hates you. Yes, he does. Even that is over t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's his that's his uh, tagline. That's true. So then that's next true. we've got Robert A. Miller, Imperial Professional Consulting President. Who's this guy? Never heard of this guy. I met Rob um, through uh, Bill and Barry. Uh, Rob is uh, an old Ameristar uh, product, worked for them for many, many years, and um, had a lot of different roles within Ameristar. And um, Rob started his consulting group that really focuses on perimeter security and high-end, uh, high-security type, uh, uh, you know, uh, projects. And... Um, he focuses on uh, at this event. He'll be focusing on basically commercial fencing, what it takes, what you got to look out for, how do you overcome all the things that the, you know. We, we get them all the time, man. I want to get into commercial fence, you know. And the first three things that I always say is deep pockets. You got to be able to bond it, and you better have some good insurance, right? Right. I mean, you, you've heard me. But at the end of the day, Robert really gives a, a really good snapshot of what it takes to do commercial work in the fencing industry, uh, you know, where you can, can can build some momentum and grow, you know, avenues where you can go down to try to find the work. 
you know, municipalities, federal funding, and those type things. Um, he he knows he knows that that commercial work like the back of his hand, and uh, we're very fortunate to have him as a presenter. And he's done uh, two summits for me so far, and uh, uh, he'll be part of our tour next year as well. Yeah, he's an active member of the Security Industry Association, the American Mm -hmm. Society for Industrial Security, Construction Specification Institute, American Society for Testing and Materials, and Society for American Military Engineers, and American Fence Association. He's also a board-certified physical security professional. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) He's AIA accredited. Yeah, this guy's stuff just goes on and on, man. Yeah. Oh, he's... Yeah, I tell you, man, we got some heavy hitters. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, and man, the next guy. Uh, I know, you know, so I met Aaron Smith, who's the next guy. He's going to be teaching on No Dig. That's correct. Um, I met Aaron for the first time in Utah. I was up at Job Nimbus. Went up there, checked checked it out. Cannon couldn't make it, so I went by myself. And uh, OVV and um, Kevin Steve, they're from Salt Lake City, Utah, and that's where I was at, Salt Lake City. They're just south, I think, of Salt Lake City. Anyway, Aaron was up there with his son, Zach, working with VV, learning some different techniques and how he does things because, man, he's so efficient the way VV works. If y'all don't know who VV is, that's Victor Vasquez with – is it all around, all around fence? Is that the name of it? Anyway, um, so he was there, and we all went to dinner, and we were eating at like a, a Texas Roadhouse or something. And that's the first time I had a conversation with Aaron. And then I didn't actually really get to know him or meet him or get to really know who he was until the fence show in Vegas mm-hmm. this past year. Sat down with him and a bunch of people, Smoking cigars, drinking bourbon, hanging out in the Silverado Lounge downstairs in the uh, in the casino. Sat there for a couple hours, two, three, four hours, drinking and smoking cigars. You can really get to know somebody. Absolutely. Got to know him. Nice guy. And I tell you what, man, they've been doing this no-dig deal. You know, I know it's become trendy, but they've been doing it forever. Like, Forever. Sure. You know, the first time that uh, Aaron and I had conversations, we was talking about the no dig, and, and his terminology on no dig is we pound. You know, we're a pounding company. We pound the post, okay? It's so funny. If you start talking about no dig or driving post, it's pounding, Tony. It's pounding. So uh, Aaron Aaron has a very unique take on it. But, man, he's been doing this for 20-plus years, you know? I mean, if there was one of the first in the industry that was pounding posts or driving posts or no digging posts, it's Aaron Smith, you know, and he's got a technique um, and, and some components that really are unique to the industry because they've been doing it for so long. And now ever, all the new, you know, guys are trying to get on board with it. Uh, you know, there's no reason to reinvent the wheel, you know, just uh, talk to some of the seasoned, uh, you know, veterans out there, but uh, he's got a unique, a way of building a wood fence. Like, you know, you know your wood fence, you know, using four by four posts, you know, in South Louisiana. Um, he's taking Western Red Cedar, full cut four by four posts, and he's got a dowel machine that he custom uh, designed and had it built that puts a 24 inch dowel all the way up through the post. And now he drives, you know, a, a, a two inch, an inch and seven eighths 
post in the ground, and then he slides this wood post over the top of it, builds his fence. So yeah. very unique application, and only a few people in the industry are doing it. But um, it, he, he has a really, really unique attitude toward how it needs to be done, and he's going to bring to the table – where the no dig concept started, which was in the ag industry. You know, I mean, they've been right. doing it forever. You know, our good friend Luke Gibson and uh, and some others out there, they've been doing it for good God how long. But he's going to take us through the evolution of where no dig started, how we're going to get to where we are right now. And now we're going to talk about some of the new tools, the new technology, uh, the new ways that, you know, our, our industry is, is headed. And uh, what most people don't realize is, and, and I'm – you know me, I'm on top of the ASTM piece. ASTM approves pounding or driving post as long as you hit a certain stipulation. So um, it, it's good. And everybody that I've I've talked to, you know, my clients and other people that I've had conversations with, uh, those that have converted are saving money, saving labor, saving headaches, saving backs. <laughs> yeah, you man. Know? I mean, we, we pound, drive, whatever you want to call it, no dig. Yep. We, we we go by that. We have the ASTM book, and mm -hmm. Dylan knows it off the top of his head. He'd be like, "Oh, yep. you're doing that? Is that tall? All right, we got to go. We got to drive this deep. You Bingo. know, we got to be this far apart. Post can post can only be this far apart. So I, I can't keep up with it. I got a little cheat sheet taped to the bottom <laughs> of my computer screen, and I'm like, "Wait, how tall y'all? All right, y'all 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 got to go 36 inches deep. <laughs> you just keep building around. That's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah, I just I've gotten to where I I, uh, I run a business. It just so happens we do fence. So um, yeah, man. So uh, we're we're doing that, and we're doing it to ASTM standards. I got a guy that's been fencing. He started a year before me. He's 26 years in. I'm in my 25th year. And he remembers when I first started, and I used to put out my little black and white knee defense signs. Now, we're talking 1999. Wow. You know, so they, were, they weren't uh, any code violations. And, you know, there was no Google. There was no Internet. There was yellow pages. You did, you did whatever you had to do to get your name out there. And I used to put these black and white knee defense signs out. And he used to pull them up. He'll tell me, man, I used to pull them signs up. I'd see it and get so <laughs> mad. But he was he's always been a sub. And um, I've got him driving chain link. When we do a chain link job now, he's like, we're not digging holes, are we? Uh, <laughs> it's crazy, man. So I mean, I, man, you know, I, I can remember, I can count on probably one hand when I was actually in the field how many times we ever drove posts and, uh, you know, that was something like a T post. Uh, but from time to time we would drive a few line posts for temp fence, but primarily it was all dig a hole, set the post in concrete. You know, I mean, that's just the way the standards were, but now you're seeing standards, even specifications that are talking about no dig or driving or pounding. And, um, I think we're evolving, you know, our industry's changing, uh, through a lot of the education that a lot of our folks are doing out there. So we did a, uh, we redid uh, one, two, three baseball fields. Mm -hmm. Pulled up all the old posts, concrete and all. Went ahead, drove right back into the same hole. Kicked all the dirt, whatever we had in there, and, and threw a little concrete to fill the hole up. We really didn't have to, but I was like, we need to because we don't have yeah. solid dirt all the way, you know. But man, we 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 killed it. And yes. the, the rec center we were working for, uh, Lacombe Rec. They were just like, man, we ain't never seen nothing like this before. We're just rocking yeah. and rolling, you know. 
it's efficient it really is efficient yeah we we were making it happen we've uh i think we're on our third job for those guys so that's how that's how happy they've been with us now you were talking about commercial you got to have deep pockets good insurance and be able to bond it right yeah. Man, imagine wait, imagine waiting five months for now. This is probably peanuts to most people, but um, that are doing commercial. But we're really just getting into commercial. You've been waiting uh, four months for a thirty thousand dollar check, mm-hmm. and they don't want to give you the check because the kids at the ballpark pulled the gate off the hinges and <laughs> said and said that you didn't hang the gate. So guess what, man? Company cam. If you don't have company cam, guys, you need to yep. go into the description of the show and click on that company cam and get it because I turned around, sent them pictures and a video that mm-hmm. all the gates were hung, and they released the check. Yeah, exactly. But I sent a crew out there. We went ahead and fixed it. I think what we're going to do is because these kids are just beating on it with the bats, man. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and tack weld all the damn the hinges, man. Because yeah. Yeah, they pulling the gates off the hinges. I'm like, what the hell? And we're they talking do. about an eight foot tall by three foot wide chain link gate with nine gauge on it. I'm like, what are I these honestly, kids doing? Man? I honestly believe kids could tear an anvil up. <laughs> I, mean, you know. I know, I know, but yeah, man, we drove probably ninety percent of that job. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's it, it's really a game changer for our industry. Um, you know, a lot of my clients that we're dealing with now, we're kind of slowly, you know, getting them moved into some of that. And I tell everybody, it depends on your region, your territory, your subsoil conditions and those type things. Your mindset is more than the biggest challenge. You know, we saw, we, we've always done it this way. When somebody tells me that, it's like, I just grit my teeth, man. Don't tell me that, you know. Yeah. Uh, you got you to gotta evolve. You got to grow. You know, you got to look for the next best thing. But uh I think Aaron uh, is going to really bring a powerful presentation. Um, we're going to have a couple of different uh, demo units there, uh, you know, out in the, in the parking lot for folks to kind of look at and see uh, new trending uh, components and all. So uh, we're excited about this, uh, you know, this particular session. It's one of the, the hot ticket discussions, you know, on Facebook and and everything else these days. So uh, why not bring, you know, 100 people together and let's talk about it and educate each other to be, uh, you know, better performers in the industry. Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't going to go. And because I've just been traveling so much and I, I literally just got back from Orlando. I'm home a week and a half. I'm leaving again. And Pepper's like, when are you going to be home, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wasn't going to go, but then um, – what do you call it? I talked with Dan Wheeler and I talked with uh, Brian Harris with U.S. Hammer mm-hmm. and was like, you know what? Why don't we go to Tulsa and go holler at old Brett with uh, uh, Finch Track? Yes. So we're going to go holler at Brett at Finch Track. We're going to do a little demo there. Um, I believe U.S. Hammer's got a, a – um, a head that will drive all of Finch Tracks post. Oh, that's impressive. So yeah. it's a new so, adapter. So this is this is like breaking news, man. I gotta hit the music. Hold on a second. Bing bing bing. Right? And now we have breaking news coming to you straight from the My Fence Life Studios. 
Breaking news, everybody. <laughs> I probably wasn't supposed to say it, but yeah. So we're flying in uh, Friday. We're flying in Friday morning. Okay. And yep. we're going to hang out. We're going to the MMA fights at the casino. We got uh, ringside uh, table oh, tickets okay. at the MMA okay. deal at the Hard Rock in Tulsa. Yeah. And Saturday, man, we're going to be out there. Me, uh, Shane, Millerite Drinking Catton, Dan Wheeler, Brian Harris. And I got Rob, the producer, is going to be out there filming. Uh, Brett's yeah. going to be there with uh, Finch Track. Yep. And we're going to be driving all the different style posts that Finch Track has without damaging them. They've been practice on, practicing on them in California at a U.S. Hammers facility. They've been driving them with no damage to the top. So, Whoa. yeah, man, talk about that. That's nice. impressive. And we're even talking about that big-ass H post that he's got for the uh, the high planes. Yes, driving that man. Can you imagine? I, I'm excited to see the results on everything. You guys got to give us a good report. Uh, you know, all these consults I go to now. I always talk to people about what is their differentiator. You know, I don't even know if there's a word, but you know, what makes you different from every other, every other fence company? If you're just putting up Western Red Cedar and, and and everybody else is, you know, you're just putting up Western Red Cedar. So I introduced them to, you know, some no-dig opportunities. I introduced them to the fence track system, you know, to the staining uh, industry, uh, which, you know, basically hopefully sets them up a little bit different from everybody else in their community, which gives them a better opportunity, you know, to put better revenue on the bottom line. But, uh, you know, you talk about the no-dig, the U.S. Hammers got on board with, with that. You know, there's a lot of others. Um, you know, fence track, they got very unique, you know, high-end, uh, type products that's right. coming to the market. I just, I just feel like you know we've got a lot of innovative things going on in our industry right now. Uh, you know, for people to learn from, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, I'm excited to go do all this. We're going to do all that Saturday, and then uh, who knows what's going to happen Saturday night? I already got Shane Bill <laughs> like drinking cat and sending me text messages. He's like, let's rent this Porsche. Let's rent this Carvette. <laughs> He's like, I gotta, we gotta pull up with something with horses under the hood, and I'm like, man, you're crazy. You but, so uh, then Sunday, we're gonna get up, we're gonna drive the Monkey Island, and uh, we're gonna be there for your deal. So Sweet. when when all that came about, uh, Josh Glover was like, hey, I'm going, and I'm like, you going? I'm like, oh, man, you're gonna make me go to this thing, huh? So when uh, when he said he was going, I was like, man, I really want to go and see Josh because he's just. He's just such a smart yes. guy, man. Yes. And I rub elbows with him for a couple of days, and, and and gold nuggets just fall out his pockets, you know, of, uh, you know, of info. I've told everybody, you know, yeah, we're, we've got some good forums. We've got a lot of really powerful speakers. It's going to really give you a lot of information. But in my opinion, you know, Doc's. You know, bar and grill and the restaurants and the and the round tables is gonna occur with, you know, other fence professionals. You know, that that's when that's when the savvy stuff happens. You know oh, what I mean? Man, can it's you the, imagine? Can you can you imagine what it's gonna be like outside around the fire pits outside? Because oh. it's gonna be the highs of like in the fifties, mid fifties. Yeah. So yeah. at night the fires are yep. gonna be going. We're gonna be hanging out and the talks are gonna be unreal, man. Exactly. So when I found out he was going, I was like, Man, you know what? Um, I had been talking to Brett about driving posts for Finch Track. I was like, man, we need to make this happen. So I called up Brian Harris with uh, U.S. Hammer. Yep. I was like, dude, can we make this happen? So we put That's this in motion months ago, man. 
just to get prepared for this week. So when when that happened, it ended up we ended up bringing me Wheeler, Catton, Brian with U.S. Hammer, and then Brett and two people. So that was seven people added to your list in one day because we, man, we um. We took a unique uh, approach to this one. Uh, as you know, what a summit looks like, you know, this is really not a summit format. You know, what we're doing is setting these forums up and allowing, you know, those those uh, those folks that have the experience to really promote what's going on, you know, in their particular, you know, areas of expertise. And um, we took that approach you know, just for something different. You know, I mean, I don't know that we've ever, our industry's ever done anything like this, you know, Hopefully we can turn it into an annual event. Uh, but, you know, everybody's going to learn something, if not in every session, you know. And then I certainly don't want to forget it, but, you know, we got to cover what Bill Shanky's going to be doing for us. But, you know, we added to uh, this event, you know, after that unfortunate tragedy that occurred just a couple of weeks ago, we've added, you know, the Gate Safety Forum. Yeah. And we facebook blow up and we saw all the you know folks having their opinions on everything and my attitude toward that was you know we're not going to wait till fence tech if you guys want to have a conversation you know we got 80 something people coming together you know some of the heavy hitters in the industry let's just go ahead and have this conversation let's get the get the momentum moving in the right direction so i'm really excited about that uh that that safety forum yeah um they got some real big gate advocates coming out for that i know uh O'Brien Fred Aluminum I call him with the FWA, yep. he's gonna be there. Yep. I yep. know um Susan uh K Whirl is gonna be yep. there. She's the executive yep. director and uh Michael yep. Brooks are gonna be there. Those are all big gate guys. Um yeah. I don't know who else in that in that group that's coming, but I know there's a lot of gate guys that are gonna be there. Well I think the awareness, you know, and, and the uh need for it and we can all find common ground. You know, I mean, as an industry, you know, we need to do what's best for the industry. And there's enough room for all the players out there. Uh, we've got leadership from uh, AFA, uh, FWA, uh, NAFCA. Uh, we've got leadership from DASMA, um, ASTM. Um, we got uh, representatives from UL. So we've got a lot of the, the major hitters that's going to be there to listen, to learn, and for us to take the next steps on, you know, building a better awareness and and really focusing on the fallover protection, you know that, and these are manual gates, uh, Dan. You know these, you know we always get so focused and blinders on, you know the automation, it's ASTM and it's UL and this, you know all these rules and regulations and licensing and all that. Man, can you imagine, you know, a gate falling over on your child at your school and crushing them to death? Well, look at these kids on this baseball field taking this eight-foot-tall by three-and-a-half-foot-wide chain-link gate with nine-gauge off of the hinges. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm like, what are these kids doing? You know, and, well, we had to go back with – the problem is we had to go back with male-female hinges because some of the fencing we didn't replace, so we just Uh, replaced the gate. Yeah. And by the time we, they didn't want us use, they wanted us using that. Like I just had, we had to use that. So we're going to go ahead and tack those babies up. So they you don't them dudes on. They'll be, <laughs> yeah. they'll, be work, they'll be working hard to get them off then. That's yeah. for sure. They're not going to yeah. get them off now, but I, we yeah. wanted, we wanted to use different hinges, but in a couple of locations we couldn't. And guess what? Yeah. Every location they're taking the gates off. I don't know I what these kids are doing, man. 
All right, so look, this guy, Bill Shanky. Now, Bill, when you see Bill, he's going to be all proper. He's going to have on his shirt and his jacket. He's going to give his presentation. But the rest of the time, he's going to look like uh, Chevy Chase been out on the golf course. <laughs> You're going to walk by. He, That's for sure. He's going to have a golf shirt on. He's going to have on some plaid pants, and he's just going to be hanging out. But the, the day that he speaks, he's all professional. I get it. <laughs> nice guy, though. I love him. You know, I've known, known Bill for my basically all my career. Uh, met him through Ameristar. You know, he was a fence guy up in Chicago for years, you know, and then got plugged in with Ameristar and uh, got to know him, you know, in my career with Jeffcoat Fence Company and through, you know, owning my own companies and all. And uh, we just hit it off well. But, I mean, when, you, when you're talking about marketing, you know, and, and sales techniques, uh, you know, his – his forte is the consultative sales approach, and uh, he's going to do a forum, a two-plus-hour forum, on the um, uh, traditional sales versus consultative sales and how we need to know the difference and how important consultative sales is for your company to be a better organization and to close more more uh, opportunities, have more closing uh, rates. But uh He's, he's he's another one of those icons in the industry, you know, still giving back, still willing to stand up. And, you know, he's been part of our uh, our tour for two years now. And, uh, you know, when Bill, when Bill, like you said, when he's in front of in front of the crowd, man, he's another one of those Barry Willinghams. You know, he's he's making you stay awake and he's getting you engaged and he, he's making you feel like, you know, you're you're the only one he's talking to. So I know that he's going to deliver a really, really powerful uh, presentation on consultative sales versus traditional sales. Plus, he's a former AFA chapter president, a member of the yep. Board of Governors, as well as a Fence Tech Committee member for several years and inducted into the AFA Hall of Fame in 2020. Well, wait till I mess with him about that. And, uh, <laughs> man, this guy, is, uh, he's a retired sales and marketing executive with 40 years of experience in the fence mm-hmm. industry, including 20 years in residential commercial fence sales and construction, as well as 20 years in ornamental and security fence manufacturing. Go ahead, Bill. I'm telling you, man. You know what I? You know what I notice here? I'm bringing I'm bringing this to Monkey Hill with me. Bill has the shortest bio than anybody on this whole list. Uh, short and sweet, man. Straight to the point. Get it out there. Get it over with. Get it done. Oh, right? I can tell y'all, friends, you taking up for him. I'm gonna be like, Bill, that's all you got. That's it. Hey, hey, that's hey. Look, you 40 plus years. You know, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it is what it is. Right? I'm gonna tell you about the bio you sent me before the show. Oh man. <laughs> and then, of course, we got Tony Thornton, the last guy on the list, which we talked enough about him in the beginning of the show. Yeah. He had a 45-minute intro. We probably lost half our listeners. Yeah, everybody left on that. <laughs> yeah. So after yeah. this is said and done, Tony, you got some other things going on. Um, you've got a uh, – you're going to be at the Northeast Chapter event February 29th through March 2nd in Mystic, Connecticut. I'm going to be there. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah, man. No, I wasn't aware. Awesome. Yeah. They, they always do a great event. You know, the uh, Northeast Chapter and the – um good gracious uh, the midwest not the midwest no, the new jersey no. chapter the one that holds the atlantic city deal 
I'm total blank. Guard, right guard, now. the Garden guard. State. Thank you, thank you. That that tells you how old I am. But uh, Northeast and Garden State flip back and forth, and uh, Northeast uh, they were unable to do one two years ago, and uh, I think that this is going to really, really be a good event. They've asked me to come in and do some training on the Seven Strategies book. Um, it's uh, sales are going well. Uh, we've got a lot of them out there. Just ordered my second round of books, so excited about that. But that Northeast event, uh, several several training programs that I'll be doing up there for those guys, and excited to get up there and visit with uh, all the Northeast friends. Yeah, we'll be up there, me and Dan Wheeler, on the U.S. Hammer Tour, uh, powered by, by MidAmericaFenceSupply.com. And then uh, next on the list, you've got the Spring Super Summit, March 21st to 26th in Salt Lake City. You're going to hold that within Job Nimbus? We are. We are. We talked Boy. to our good friend Mark, and uh, they're going to be coming off of one of their events the week before, and then we're going to step in the next week. Uh, we're going to condense our summits in uh, 2024 to two full days rather than two and a half days and um, talked with Mark and his team, and we're very fortunate. You know the facility. You know you and I were there together. Yeah. And it's a perfect venue, hotels right across the street, plenty yep. of places to enjoy nightlife and all. Uh -huh. So we really feel good about that event, and uh, uh, Mark and, and his team is uh, opening, you know, welcome, welcoming us in. So we're excited about that opportunity. Yeah, that hotel's right across the street from Job yeah. Nimbus, and I tell you what, the room rates are more <laughs> – Dirt oh, cheap. <laughs> yeah, dirt cheap, man. Nice place. You can literally walk across the street. And I tell you what, if you're going to do a Super Summit, Job Nimbus is probably going to be one of the best places to do it because you and I were there, man, and it was, man, it was, I, 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 I was speechless. I was like, man, this place is phenomenal. You know, we're, we're going to also, you know, anyone that's in attendance, we'll have a quick tour. You know, Mark's going to set that up, and uh, we'll have some sidebar conversations with uh, anybody that wants to visit with Job Nimbus while they're there, you know, about the products or whatever. But, uh, you know, they'll be our main sponsor for that event. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm just appreciative of Mark and his team, you know, saying, hey, man, let's make it happen, you know, when I talk to them about it. It's going to be a good event. And then you got a PNW chapter sales training event in April 7th through the 10th in Washington. You got a West Coast Fence Show September 5th through 7th in Reno. Man, your 2024 is packed. Then we got the Fence Show mm -hmm. September 12th through 14th in Vegas. You already got your uh, booth for that? I haven't got my booth yet. Uh, you know, I'm one of those late comers. I usually wait to the last minute. I'm usually can squeeze in pretty easy. Let everybody else get what, get what they need. But uh, and yeah, then, uh, that second second year event, you know, should be even bigger and better than this last year or this year. I think so, so uh, man. We uh, yeah. I went to the LHASSA something like that down here in New Orleans, the uh, security. Uh, association deal yeah oh yeah 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 louisiana <clears throat> security yeah LSA. and it was in the poncha train center and i walked in and the walls were just lined with tables and it was really nothing in the middle it was like some yeah. a couple bar spots and man that's honestly what i thought the fence show was going to be like and then when we got there i was like wow man this thing in yeah. vegas brian and them, i can't wait to see what next year is going to be like yeah i think it's going to be a strong one you know, the uh, West Coast Fence Show was just the week before, so you're going to have a lot of folks up at Reno, and I'm sure that a lot of folks leads down, you know, to Vegas as well. So uh, those dudes back-to-back -back right there, 
it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. But, uh, you know, all the fence guys are going to show up for any event that we can all go to. So it, it, I'm sure right. it will be good for everybody. Then you got uh, Lou Gibson's uh, Fall Fence Forum. That's to be yep. announced in Indiana. Then you got the yep. Fall Super Summit, October 13th through 15th in Dallas Fortress. Yep, Fortress Ornamental. Uh, okay. Good friend Jeff Schultz and that team of folks over there reached out to them uh, earlier this year and said, hey, man, I want to do two major summits this year. We're doing one in Job Nimbus, you know, in the, in the spring, and we'd love to have a fall event over at your location. He checked the dates, and they got a phenomenal conference room. I used to do a lot of training over there, uh, you know, uh, for some sales stuff and some young fence professional stuff. And, uh, man, their team opened their arms and said, man, make it happen. Let's do it. So, uh, you know, Dallas will be a central location. Uh, you know, we should be able to, you know, pack the house for both of those uh, super summits. And uh, I'm only focusing on two this year uh, because uh, 2024, not on this schedule, because we got to determine where we're going to go and what we're going to do. But we're going to do what I call a uh, seven strategies tour. Uh, we're going to go into several different uh, you know, cities and uh, do a one-day, two-day, excuse me, a two-hour uh, training on the seven strategies. And uh, we haven't even booked those venues yet, but uh, we're excited about, you know, do, we did a little bit this year to kind of test the waters, and uh, we're, we're going to be able to do some really powerful stuff this next year with the seven strategies book. Now, I'm going to skip the next one, and we're going to go to the last one. Second annual Fence Business Conference in 2024, December, Shangri-La. So, that's what we're talking about right now. You're hoping to do it again next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've had such good response. You know, I mean, when you're talking about putting 80 fence professionals in a remote area and some of the most, you know, what I would call iconic and heavy hitters in our industry coming together, you know, this thing could be one of the most impactful and a powerful, uh, you know, events that uh, our fence industry has ever seen. Because when you get like-minded people together, uh, you know, hard-headed people sometimes, you know, we can get a lot accomplished. And, uh, and I think that uh, we're going to be able to bring the right people together to make a lot of positive things happen, um, bringing everybody together at that event. And in this one, I just heard about this, man. I was in Dallas at the AFA Fence Installation School or AFA whatever school it is. What is it called? University? or Yeah, university. And uh, I was told and heard a rumor through the grapevine that uh, Tony Thornton was going to be taking over the fence installation school portion of it. Is that true? This is. Uh, should I be income? should I be playing the breaking news? Uh, no, I think I think it's been put out there a little bit. You know the the team of volunteers have done an awesome job. You know the last couple of years and uh, uh, incoming president Brad Howard said, "Look, man, you know you know that thing like the back of your hand. You know uh, as past executive director, you know how important it is. We're going to be moving it to Tulsa, what I call the backyard of Ameristar." And um, I've been at that venue. We did some core training up there when I was uh, as a volunteer. So I know the venue. I know the layout. I know what it's going to take. I know some of the hotels and things that we got to get plugged into. So I think using my experience from past, uh, you know, times is going to be a benefit. But uh, we're going to we're going to move our fence installation program up to Tulsa. And uh, we're just going to try to see what we can do to take it to the next step, next level. But I'm excited about getting plugged back in this time of a volunteer. I'm not getting paid to do it. <laughs> so, you know. All volunteer, huh? All volunteer. Yep. 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 Well, good That's deal, sure. man. 
So uh, I guess that's about it, man. I really appreciate you taking the time out to to come on here and, and discuss this with us. Um, a lot of good information. And, man, I didn't know you had all, all those credentials, man. Got me feeling it's like not- I need to get my shit together. Yeah, man, it's uh, you know, when you when you're in industry, as long as you are, especially with the engagement on an association level, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna get plugged into those credentials and and some of those those things. And uh, I've been very blessed and had had a, a lot of great mentors to kind of push me down the path. Jerry Jeffcoat being the number one, you know. So, um, you know, Dan, I, I do want to kind of make a quick plug. You know, our seven strategies book uh, for the fencing professional. Um, I didn't know what to expect from that book when I wrote it. I know it's the first business strategy book that's ever been written for our fencing industry. Uh, but um, we've already surpassed or right at 500 in sales, and I've already ordered the second round uh, of 500. So to say that the fencing industry has accepted it and willing to read it, and uh, it's not going to tell you how to build a fence, but it's certainly going to tell you how to build a strong company. A lot of things that we talk about, our good friend Matt with culture and, you know, retaining employees and processes and workflows and all of that. That's what this book's all about. So that was a that was a, a labor of love and, uh, you know, hard work. But, uh, man, I couldn't be more proud of what the industry's, you know, said about it. And uh, we're, we're pumped about it being part of our industry for a long time. And where can we get that book if we want it? You can go to www.fenceconsultinggroup.com. You can order directly from uh, the website. You can get a soft side and or a hard copy. Uh, it is available on Amazon Kindle for $9.99, the ebook. And uh, I'm working on trying to get during the winter months here, uh, you know, the audio, an audio. And uh, I'll be doing the audio. So Come it'll on. be coming right here. <laughs> yeah, because I, I listen to books. I don't read them anymore. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that would be all. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do it yourself. Yeah, that's what everybody keeps saying. Yeah, you yeah I was to trying to yourself. find somebody to do it. And they said, "No, Tony, uh, you got to put that southern twang on it." You know? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, look, Tony, man, it was great having you. I look forward to seeing you in just a couple days. Um, yes, sir. Shoot, man, it's Wednesday, so I'll be leaving. And I, I got to pack tomorrow, man, because Friday right. I'm you rocking and rolling. You're getting up there Friday. That's right. Yeah, That's man. Right. So, hey, guys, I appreciate y'all listening. Tony, thanks for joining us. And, uh, guys, y'all keep on fencing. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.